Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. To the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today's episode, I have a question that came in on our speak pipe. And this question is from Shannon. But first, I want to tell you that if you would like to leave a message on our speak pipe that I could play on the air and answer for you, you can go to our website and on the home page on the right hand side, there is a little microphone and you press that and you can leave us a question up to a minute and a half long and let us know that we can play it on the air and we will certainly do that. I appreciate the questions that come in. Here's Shannon's question. My question is this. I have health anxiety. I definitely do. But my biggest trigger is when I don't feel well, my anxiety just goes through the roof. It could be the common cold. It could be a sinus infection. It could be indigestion. It could be allergies, things that I have dealt with my whole life. But no matter how many times I've dealt with it, when it comes up again, my anxiety escalates to the point where I'm having panic attacks. I'm waking up in a panic attack. Um, I'm calling out of work. I'm missing out on things with my family. It really brings me down. And so my question for you is, how can we deal with it when we don't feel well and our anxiety is just through the roof? What can we do to reset our mind to know that it's okay not to feel good? It's okay to be sick and and to just be able to really, because I don't think it's anything more. Sometimes I do, but most of the time I just, I just cannot deal with not feeling my normal. Thank you. Thank you for sending that in, Shannon. I really appreciate that question. And it does, it does tie in with the health anxiety, but it also ties in with some other anxious pieces, such as not feeling comfortable period. It could be anything. And that sounds a little bit like where yours is going too, where you just don't feel well. And it isn't so much that you are blowing it out of proportion and worrying that it is something else or something bigger, but that you cannot handle the discomfort, not feeling yourself. And 
that is the thing that is pressing your buttons. So let's talk about that a little bit. You know, health anxiety, first off, let's talk about that. Um, Shannon says she has health anxiety. uh, And then when she doesn't feel well, that she gets uh, really uncomfortable and it seems to blow up. But it's not always that she's making it a bigger deal. So when we have health anxiety, like I said in earlier podcasts, that anxiety goes to where we are putting our own importance where what's important to us anxiety is going to where we are caring the most and if you have health anxiety you are concerned about your health and being concerned about our health is a good thing but anxiety knows okay this is where i'm going to grab her this is where she'll pay attention because her health is so important to her so some of the things that we want to do is to be able to discern again. Is this a real thought, like we talked about in the last podcast? Is this an anxious thought? Is this my wise mind? Or is this my mind making up lies and stories and blowing things up as anxiety does? So I want to say that all of this calms down as we calm down our amygdala as we are not having it switched and stuck in the on position, that we don't have this red brain going in an alarm state all the time. Once we can get back into our parasympathetic nervous system, begin to calm down, begin to have times where we're in I get what we could call our green brain, where we're kind of calm again, parasympathetic nervous system is rest and digest, then we are not having these concerns. You could have a cold and you just kind of go on. It doesn't feel comfortable, but it doesn't mean danger. So I think the fact that when Shannon is feeling the anxiety around and, and you know, having a cold or allergies or all of these things that she's describing as not being life-threatening illnesses, it's like I talked about again in an earlier podcast about having um, something that's treatable and that we're freaking out about it. It's sometimes because, number one, we don't feel comfortable and we don't like discomfort. But number two, that we have options, that we have things we feel like we need to think about. So how do we do that? How do we make, uh, Do we are we doing all the right things to feel better? Should we be missing work? It starts to bring up all these decisions that we have to make. Should I still go to the kids' outing even though I'm not feeling well? Often, the anxious mind just spins out of control. And if you don't feel well, it's very easy for it to go there. Now, I also have people who report to me that when they are sick, they just let everything go. They are done. They don't have anxious thoughts. So see here where our personality is going to come into this, the way that we handle life is going to come into this. Some people get the flu and they are done with anxiety. They report back to me that they felt lousy for 10 days, really sick in bed for 10 days, but they had no anxious thinking. And again, it probably depends on how ill we are 
and how our personality goes. Some of us are ready to surrender at different times over different things. And having the flu can be a time of surrender for some people. Now, maybe that same person wouldn't surrender and let go of anxiety when they had allergies or maybe when they just had a cold, but that the flu was severe enough to let go. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And so we can see from this that what we need to do is to let go. There's something going on when Shannon is talking about missing things, missing work, and it sounds like there is some part of her that doesn't want to just go in and take care of herself and let it be what it is. So how do we get there? How do we let it be? Because sometimes when we have allergies or a bad cold and we can't get into work, we have to let that be. And I see it over and over again, where what a person will do is say, I can't go into work. That's it. I feel lousy. I can't go in. But then the anxiety of missing work or missing the family outing 
grabs them because work is important to them or uh, the family is, is obviously important to them. And they, it grabs them by the throat and says, oh yeah, you think you're going to rest? No, you're not going to rest. We're going to worry all day long now about what you're missing, about what you didn't do, about what you didn't get done. So let's talk a little bit about what you can do with that. Shannon asked that straight out. She said, what do we do when we don't feel well? What can we do to know it's okay to not feel well? It's okay to be sick. And so I want you to know that this brings us to our acceptance of what is. Instead of thinking that we have to actually go ahead and take care of everything and make it different than what it is, make it acceptable to everybody who's around us or everybody who may need us, we can just be with what is. This is a good practice. And actually, being ill is a good time to practice it because you can't do a lot of other things. And your mind is going to be going because if you are not so ill that you have actually surrendered to what is through pain, you may want to play with this yourself and try to make this make sense. Making sense of coming to the present moment and letting what is be. So Shannon, it really is okay to be ill. It's not what we want. And we, we take a lot of steps all day, every day to make sure that we don't get ill. But when we do, it's perfectly fine. It is what it is. Just like when other things happen to us that we don't want, it's okay. And it's okay in that it's happening. It's not okay in that we want it to happen. We wished it to happen. We willed it to happen. But it's okay in that it is what it is. This is what is happening right now. And I can respond to my life much more effectively when I can accept what is happening rather than trying to push it away and make something else look like it's it's happening. We use up way too much energy trying to make things different than they are. We use up way too much energy fretting over what is or what is possibly going to come out of this. And so if we can just slow down, and this is a part that I'm saying is good to do when you are ill, because you're already letting go of some of the duties that you normally would have, or some of the obligations. So slow down, check in. How am I feeling? Let how you are feeling be okay. It doesn't feel good. And it doesn't feel comfortable, but it is there. And so you can be with that and actually begin to zone in closer to it. I had a frozen shoulder for quite a while. That's the nature of a frozen shoulder. It lasts for, I think the average is nine months. And so I learned to do this with the frozen shoulder because I knew it was going to be in pain for quite a while. I also knew that other people had come out of it the other end and that I would do that too. And after I had gotten the okay from the doctors and the 
you know, the CAT scan and everything saying they knew exactly what it was and that there was going to be no surgery involved and that I was healthy and going to heal just fine on my own, I went with it. I had a little bit of information then. I kind of knew what it was and I, I would zone in on it. When that was hurting at night, isn't it interesting? It gets dark and everything that's going to be painful gets a little bit louder. And I would zone in on it. Instead of trying to push it away, I went toward it. I knew it was going to be there. I knew there wasn't anything I could do about it. I mean, there's only so much Advil you can take. And I'm, you know, I, they didn't suggest anything else beyond that. And I would not want to be taking anything stronger because what I learned through this is that I could just go toward it and it would move a little bit or it would morph or it would change. But it became interesting and not scary. And when something is interesting, it isn't quite so painful. And I've done this also with teeth. You can do this when you have a tooth that is sore or giving you a toothache. Maybe you lose a an old filling or something and ouch, you have that sharp pain. You can play with it. You can go toward it. And I think we should do this with our illnesses when we come down with our cold or I think Shannon also mentioned allergies. Like these are things that we know are not life-threatening. We don't need to have an urgent reaction to them. Such as my frozen shoulder, I knew it was going to last for a long time. And how am I going to handle this, right? What am I going to do with this? Well, to push it away would have made it louder. To push it away would have made it more frightening because I wasn't being with it. So we want to be with it. How can you be with those allergies? Shannon, how can you pay attention to it? I know people with asthma do this when they can actually calm down better when they are actually with what is happening with that breath of theirs, that they can't get the air out, that they begin to notice, they notice it and they can feel it and be with it and they begin to calm down. And when they calm down, they're able to breathe better. So this can happen with our allergies, with the cold, with the flu. We can say, I am, I am not going to fear this and try to push it away. I'm going to go toward it. I'm going to be with it. I'm accepting it. And maybe in that, Shannon, we can begin to surrender a little bit. And when we surrender, we kind of give up. We kind of say, I can't do this. And what happens then? The anxiety goes down. We know that Claire Weeks talked about acceptance. And there is a lot going on when we accept. There is a willingness to be with it. This is here. I see you. I accept you. I don't have to figure you out. I don't have to know how this all pans out in the next two weeks. We begin by accepting, and part of that accepting is acceptance of uncertainty, of not knowing, not knowing, will this change when I open to you? Will it morph when I pay attention to this pain or to this 
uncomfortableness. But when we accept, we really begin to open the door of being with what is. And this is where things begin to change. This is where things soften and they are not so frightening. And there isn't that urgency. And like we talked about in the other podcast, that urgent, loud thought is not a thought that is real. It is not a thought that is your truth. It is a thought that is looking for your attention. And that is probably anxiety. Begin to calm down by being with it. You be with it and the calming down comes afterwards. Be with it. Don't be afraid of it. Don't try to push it away so much. Reason why we can't let ourselves be okay with being sick is because we feel like we have to do so much. We have to take care of everything. We have to save the world outside of ourselves, but we don't. You can actually come back into yourself and give yourself permission to be with what is. You have to give yourself the permission. I can give you permission, certainly, but until you give that permission to yourself, it won't change. You have to let yourself say, this is okay. I'm okay. Rest is what I need today. Rest is what I will do today. Everything else will work itself out. And I can handle it. Thank you so much for sending your question in, Shannon. It's really important that we pay attention, that we don't try to push it away, and that we give ourselves permission to letting it be there. And now for today's quote. Uncertainty is the only certainty there is, and knowing how to live with insecurity is the only security. And that's from John Allen Palos. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.